What it do, Powder Blue? Welcome to the Charged Up Chargers podcast with Sports Guy David and my co-host Lucas Reyes. How you doing, Lucas? I'm doing great. Feels good on this Victory Monday. Victory Monday, you said it best. Now, let me tell you guys something. I went to the game, tailgated it, and got tickets. But you got to go to Thunder Alley. It's the best party on Sunday. Best party in L.A. It is popping. They got all different types of food. It's like a buffet. You got Italian wings. You got jalapeno poppers. You got, we had the goddamn banda there playing all day. The bolt shout out to the bolt dogs who had the banda there. You got all these cool groups, bolt school, the diehards, um, barlatros. They got mixed drinks. They got the coolest bartenders and it's just a good time. You got the family. It's everyone there is family. You got Colt fans coming through. They're cool as hell. You got Eagle fans there. I seen a Raider fan there. It's all about um, fan unity, and um, it's so much fun. You you could get the little dance a little bit, um, buy cool stuff. Shout out to the Jack Boys who hooked me up. If you haven't seen my Instagram or Twitter, I am sporting Jack Boys. Tell them Sports Guy Dave sent you, and he'll hook it up as well. Boy is cool, and um. You just got to go. You got to go. Even if you don't want to go to the game, people are watching it in the parking lot. Just go to the tailgate. It is so much fun. I cannot, I can't say anything more about it. It is the, like, it's so great. And I know Lucas and I are going to be at the Texans one week three, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. So you're going to see That's a right. lot of good stuff from there. Also, I got a bunch of fan interviews coming out. And, um, dude, the people there are awesome. Colt fans were awesome as well. So, Hopping into the game, what were your what were your initial thoughts of this of this victory? Um, what's was the up and downs of it? So most of the ups were in the first half. Of course, that's where we played to our strengths. We were probably more comfortable there. My first um, positive that I wrote down um, was early in the game was Drew Tranquil. I mean, this guy has a blocked yes. punt. Uh, his preseason performance translated into the regular season. And he also had a great tackle on kickoff. This guy's a stud. I think he's just earning his stripes right now and working his way. He'll probably be in the starting lineup, I think, by the end of the season. Barring any injury, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope he just works his way into the starting lineup because I think he'll be an impact player. Because the Chargers did get ran all over in the second half. And it was due to just great offensive line play by the Colts. They, they got great push off the line. And one of the things that I noted was – Jerry Tillery, I'm, I'm hoping the artillery could get in the game and get more snaps more than Brandon Meebane. He, Tillery had a play where he swallowed up the middle. There was a run right up the middle, and he just stood his ground, wasn't getting any pushback, and the linebackers were able to come in. And I think he has more potential to do that than Meebane on a consistent basis. Yeah, I'm totally going to agree with you. The rookies – came out to play i like i said i love like what you said tranquil dude talent talent Talent, of course And at first my initial my initial when we got we drafted him i was a little upset because mac wilson was still on the board and the browns picked him up i believe a couple picks later so i was a little upset that we did not get mac wilson we did get tranquil but mac wilson also had a great um preseason as well but i like tranquil i love what i love the talent he's bringing to the table and he's earning a try i see him Early, like before half of this um, middle of the season, he's going to be in the starting lineup. He he's I see every time I see the special teams play, he was always in the vicinity. Right, he was he always was, on the big screen, number forty nine. I told my dad, I'm like, that's a badass jersey. 
and right. I want to get that jersey. That's a badass jersey. So I do like what the rookies are doing. And what, what I also like was Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram on the same side. I love oh, what yeah. the defensive coordinator is doing. If we, if, we could, if we could do that a little bit more, mixes it up and um, just c- confuses that defensive or the offensive line. The offensive line was very confused. And, and, and I was glad to see Joey Bosa with a sack. It was so glad to see him week one. Yeah. That is a rarity. And also rarity, Chargers winning week one. So um, the fact that I see you know, a sack from Joey Bosa and a win coming out in week one. Yeah, it's the first happy. Chargers week one win ever since 2015 against the Lions. You got to go back four years. And going back to Bosa and Ingram, yeah, they got their sacks early. They were definitely getting pressure throughout the game, but they couldn't come up with their second sacks. But I'm glad that these two actually just got a sack. The simple fact for both of them. Because I, I not only I, do I want them to be in that race for that duo of the best pass, pass rushers of the league this year, but just having those two out there keep developing those chemistry and and ha- like you said having them line up on the same side of the ball just opens up the playbook more and of course we're not going to see the whole defensive playbook in just one week but i'm just excited to see what kind of schemes and fronts that Gus Bradley could draw up to get that pass rush there you know Ochenna Nwosu i just keep thinking about that play last year against the Ravens mm-hmm. when he got that game ceiling fumble um, when he caused it. So I'm just excited for those two to be on the field, Bosa and Ingram, healthy, and just to have them for the most of the season. Another thing I wrote down was uh, Thomas Davis. He was out there. I, I saw a lot of fans giving some criticism um, on that juke where T.Y. Ty, T. Hilton got him. I mean, that, that's just, that's just going to happen every once in a while. T.Y. Hilton is that type of player in space. He, he's dangerous. But Thomas Davis, you can see he still has that speed. He was running all over the field on pursuit. He had he had great impact plays. 14 tackles t- as well. Yeah, 14 tackles, leading the team in tackles for in the linebackers. So, you know, that that was a great signing, and I, and I can't rave enough about that. Another thing that I like was the defensive ends, other than Ingram and Bosa, getting their uh, – getting pressure and – they're at their best on passing downs, this defensive line. On rushing plays, that's where we got destroyed. And we'll talk about that more in a bit in the negatives, and especially in the second half. But the first half, they were all over the place, getting pressure. And I think that's why we got to that lead that we had. Yeah, first half was amazing. Um, I did not see, like, the first 10 minutes due to the fact that I was in line to get beer. The lines are insane. <laughs> get those beers before. A little... Get get to this get to the stadium quick and get those beers quick because I missed ten minutes of the first half, give or take. But um, you talked a little about health, and um, and uh, where our defensive backs are, um, we do have a lot of depth at safeties, but cornerbacks we were a little we were a little a little short, and um, I believe Michael suffered an injury to Michael Davis. Yeah, Michael Davis had a um, injury, so uh, face on. Came in and uh, he tried his best, but a lot of a lot of wide receivers got the best of him. But um, I think uh, a little early to say, but Mel- Melvin Ingram or Melvin Gordon is expected to come back week six eight. The reason why for the holdout to not um, injure himself, but it looks like he's coming back week six eight via a source on Twitter. I forgot there's like twenty thousand sources. Rappaport, he yeah. reported it first. So if we don't, if we do decide to keep him and he wants to play week six or eight, 
or if we, I mean, if we don't, I could see a trade for a cornerback and offensive tackle. Don't get a draft pick, and I could see maybe we could finagle a, a deal where we could get a, a decent cornerback and a great offensive tackle. Um, I don't know. That's just me playing Madden a lot. I, I am really good at <laughs> I'm really good at finessing trades on Madden, so I don't know if they could do that. What are your thoughts on um, this Melvin Gordon situation? Well, the biggest cry for a trade throughout the Chargers, throughout Chargers fans, was in the offseason when Trent Williams of the Redskins was having his holdout. He was holding out for different reasons, though. He was displeased with the Redskins. They they have a little history of not diagnosing his health correctly. So he was upset with the team. And he's a great tackle. He's a great tackle. And now with the injury to Darius Geis and sitting AP, who knows what's going on now after one week in the NFL? Well, it's still Monday, so it's not even the full week completed. But who knows if the Redskins are now chopping up talks to say, hey, we have an unhappy tackle. You need a tackle. We need a running back. What else could happen? We don't know. And I think that would be a great trade, especially because we don't have Okun back. We saw the line struggle, struggle, yeah. especially Scott on the left side. Sam Tevy didn't look too terrible, but it was he did have a false start, reminiscent of the last year. Yeah. Hopefully that could stop because we – we, we, won't, we won't get away with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be seeing that. Oh, yeah. But um, as far as trades go, who knows? Melvin Gordon was watching the game. He was tweeting during the game. He, he was uh, showing his support, though, for Eckler. Eckler played amazing. Let's just talk about that for a second. He stepped up where he needed to be. That was the biggest question for Chargers fans was, Mel- was how we – the running back's going to play without Melvin Gordon. And they played amazing. Even Justin Jackson had great runs, great um, yardage, getting breaking off maybe five to six-yard runs every single time he touched the ball. So going back to it, we have depth at running back. We don't have to worry, at least for another week. And next week we're going to Detroit, which we should be able to run all over them again. You said it best. Austin Eckler. Everybody gave me shit about Austin <laughs> Eckler. But guess what? I got him on my fantasy team. Dropped 40. A 40 bomb. Got my first win against Gio. Shout out to Gio for taking that L. Unless unless um, he has, I think, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. or uh, Yeah, he has Hopkins. If Hopkins scores 60 points, then he wins. So <laughs> Good luck for that's, that. That's a tough one. That's a tough that's one. That's a for tough sure. one, but Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler, this dude's a goddamn rock star. You don't need – no, Melvin Gordon, no problem. That's what I said. I even started a little chant because these Colts fans were getting on my ass about it. So I started chant. <laughs> no, Melvin, no problem. But um, Austin Eckler did show up. That dude is shifty. He is not just a shifty dude. He's also a little tank. Kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of Darren Sproles. He, he pushes his way. And one of his touchdowns, he was pretty much down. And he, 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 he did a little spun on his back and ran right into the end zone. That, that dude is awesome. Like I said, three touchdowns, 100 and, uh, I don't know, 147 total yards. That dude is a stud. I can't wait. He's my flex, too. He's not even my RB1 or two. He's my That's flex. amazing. That's amazing so, value. <laughs> that dude is going to be my MVP. Talking about MVP, Ty Long. That name might not be familiar to a lot of people, but to Charger fans, he was MVP. He's the punter, and he scored a 50, 40, a 40-yard field goal. And all extra points. 
Adam Vinatieri, the the fifty seven year old veteran, however old he is, <laughs> missed two field goals and an extra point, which equals up to seven points, which, which would have won them the game. Which would have would have won them the game. So that was fun to troll Cole fans about that. I think he's cut. There's a lot of kickers out there that deserve a starting job. And Adam Vinatieri, dude, you're old. You've been in the league for twenty seven years. Who who knows? Another guy I liked, I, I loved, was Keenan Allen, dude. People, oh, right. were, people were giving him shit too, but this dude, double coverage while his jersey was getting tugged. Randy Moss, I forgot what defender, but it was amazing. Eight receptions, 123 yards, one touchdown on 10 targets. He, he dropped, I remember he dropped one pass in the first quarter, and I don't think he dropped another after that. Yeah, that was I a, seen that was a gimme pass. It was a I gimme. See, I seen him. He he was upset. He I Well, the in the in the Dignity Health Center, each seat is like, sideline seat so like i seen him be very upset phil rivers said something to him boom it clicked he's like i ain't dropping another pass hunter henry was great four receptions 60 yards it's great to see him in the mix yeah. mike mike will we didn't see too much of him he did get hit hard on a reception he had two receptions in 29 yards <laughs> he is supposed to be good he said he walked out with keenan out of the locker room he is fine so we're good but you did mention justice jackson Six carries, fifty-seven yards, nine point five average. Every every time he touched the ball, and I remember he broke one out for like twenty plus yards. Yeah, amazing. Great. He has great elusiveness, and great speed, and great vision. He's just able to plant his foot and go north, and that's that's all you want in a running back. And you know, no fumbles, no turnovers. You cannot complain. And um, one thing can we go back to real quick is the Eckler and Gordon story. Is it's now starting to be a little reminiscent of last year's story with. Le'Veon and James Conner because yep. Le'Veon was holding out and then James Conner comes in, boom. some questions about him, and then boom, exactly. He shows up, he takes a starting drop, no question. And with with so many things going on, we don't know if the trade's going to happen. I think I think Tom Telesco might might wait a little bit, but given on how bad this, this offensive line is, he might pull that trigger. And I don't think Phillip Rivers can take it hits like he did yesterday yeah he was scrambling a lot um i don't like seeing philip rivers run he did have one rush for six yards but i do not like see him Mm -mm. his his run his throw on the um run though is not bad it's not michael vick but it's not it's not bad i don't (laughs) like him seeing run like that he could step in the pocket the the keenan allen touchdown the pockets collapse trent scott oh god he god damn trent scott he let everything he win could get by him. It was bad, but it was Rivers bad. Stepped in the pocket and threw a beauty. Oh my god! Go to the Dignity Health Center. I don't care what people say. That's a small stadium. I'd rather pay forty one dollars, which was my my ticket value valued, one row W, and one fifteen. That is a great spot in the shade. Or would you pay forty one dollars again nosebleed in one of those big stadiums? I don't care if you guys make fun of the stadium. And people are saying there's no fans. That thing was packed. It, I barely got a ticket. It's so packed. There's fans everywhere. I hate when people say, oh, there's no fans. All those pictures of stadiums not being filled, that's before the game. And it's, it's just an, it's kind of annoying because the Charger fan base is there. It, and we are united as hell. Bolt for life. There are so much diehard fans right there at the goalpost on each side. You got the Bolt God. You got all the Barachos. You got all those guys I mentioned earlier. Those fans are right in it, and I, I, and they, they're wild. 
they're wild, and I was going wild too. I a lot of Colts fans didn't like it, and that's what I love. But um, <laughs> Phil Rivers, if he could get some protection, he, he he's been in the game. He he's seen bad offensive lines. He's seen good offensive offensive lines. He has to right. look what we got, and he steps in the pocket great. Plant that first foot down, and it's 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 a beauty. And and I've seen it a lot. He had he only missed nine nine attempts. He had twenty five completions on thirty four attempts, three hundred thirty three yards. Three touchdowns and an interception. That interception, I gotta admit, as a football fan, it was a great. Malik yeah, that Hooker. was that was a beautiful. Goddamn, play. a one-handed interception almost ran it back. Um, gotta give props to that guy. Right. Funny thing and, is that they ran to the camera and tried to troll us because the Jack Boys, if they get a pick, <laughs> they take a pick. So the Colts did that, and the Colts Instagram, the Colts Twitter said, uh, "You get a pick, you take a pick." And then I think the Chargers Instagram said, "You could take, we take you take picks, we take you we take dubs, <laughs> we take dubs." And uh, I love to see that. I love when when sports social medias go at it. So um, Chargers, yeah. If you try to go on our sports media team, you're gonna lose. We we are the best in the game, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. L.A. sports, social media sports, Dodgers, Chargers, all those guys, they do a great job. I don't know how they do it. They get puns on on <laughs> on deck. But anything else you want to talk about before we let we let um let you go? Well, we'll talk about. I just want to give respect to Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, and the Colts. It was a well coached game, not many penalties, and it was just evenly matched. It was fun. Um, a little bit. I got some negatives. If we uh, want to go over, yeah, go ahead. We could go over. How about the fumble on the punt? Oh that, yeah, that was a that was a tough one, and the interception, the turnovers. It, they took away points on the board. You know, Anthony Lynn, after the game, talked about putting the game away, especially in the second half. Why, why not? I mean, we, they, he called out the team, and it wasn't just defense or offense. It was, it was everywhere because we, we punted the ball. We didn't get the long drives, and we let the Colts stay in the game. We let a good team stay in the game and have a chance. They, of course, they're going to come back, regardless of how many missed field goals and, and extra points they miss. It's going to come back to bite you, especially this Chargers team that has history. But overtime happens. You get your team regrouped. What happens if we didn't win the coin flip? Or what happens if the rules were changed and they were, they're were they going back to the style of college football and the Colts get another chance after we score a touchdown? So many questions. It It's too close to call, but you know what? We came out with the win. And I just can't help but think, what if, what if things went wrong? Yeah, that, that <clears throat> that's a good point. And um, that Colts did play a good game. Marlon Mack had 174 yards, a touchdown, averaged seven yards per carry. Um, that's pretty much insane. So what I take out of this is linebackers, defensive line linebackers, defense, run defense, and run offense. Uh, run offensive line, just offensive line in general. Um, I think that's what we need to work on. Yeah. I think we need to get. We do need to add some depth there. Some somehow, we got to add it's some kinda, depth. It's kind of disappointing because we spent the off season trying to pull, bolster the defense with the defensive line of picks, or picking up linebackers through free agency and the draft, and we just get ran all over. Yeah, it, given it's a great offensive Colts line that we're yeah, facing. They, they but, opened up some beautiful <clears throat> holes. Right when I seen Marlon Mack go off for sixty three. Yard rush, the longest in his career. Uh, I seen that hole. I was like, "Oh, he's he's gone." Right. I already knew. I was like, "He's gone." Um, that offensive line is great. So I don't want to batter down 
the Chargers did that bad because I think if this was any other team, this the same results would have happened. So if it's like next week against the Detroit Lions, their offensive line is not too much to rave about, and this happens again, I think there's a problem. There already is a problem, but it becomes a bigger problem once we get to Detroit. And this that, that's a that, that's a fair point, but it's still something that I, I bet Gus Bradley's going to draw into the guys. Oh yeah. And then another note I have was Keenan Allen seemed to be the only receiver that could get open consistently. I know Phillip was under pressure a lot, and that's his security blanket. Keenan, Keenan's going to get open regardless, but we'd like to see the ball spread, the wealth spread around a little bit more. Yeah, it it really did see like we did not have that wide receiver three. Austin Eckler had 96 yards, Hunter Henry at 60. After that, Mike Will, 29, Travis Benjamin, 12, Don. Dontrell Inman went five. Like, it dropped off after those three guys. So, um, one of those guys got to step up. I know Mike Will probably would have been that guy, but the injury to his leg happened early in the game. So, you know, I'm not too concerned Ho- there. Hopefully he's okay. It seems like he maybe said he's it, was fine. A, it was just a precaution from Lynn just to keep him out of the game. Yeah. So, if that happens, I want to see Travis Benjamin come up. That dude's a big – he's healthy, which is rare too as well. So I need him to be that big ball threat because he can. Or he could be that underneath slot guy. Um, Inman, I didn't like Inman. I would rather see Andre Patton, one of those young guys, get the get the nod for the, for the roster. But Inman got it. got some previous history there. He only caught one ball with five, five yards. So I got to see more of him. Virgil Green had four yards. Justin Jackson had four yards. I need to see more of that. I need to see a sort of fight wide receiver three in there. Um, it's only week one, though. I think yep. the only reason why is that is because of Mike Will. Mike Will make that catch. Williams, um, you know, was injured. And, so. and another thing is the Chargers were barely on the field during the second half. They were getting ran on all over. And so it, it seems like they didn't have the opportunities as, that they had in the first half to, to really establish an offensive groove. And one thing I wrote was how I didn't like the trick play that we oh, dialed yeah. up with, uh, I think, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and, he, he got a – the pass thrown to him. I think it was supposed to be like a double pass thing. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen too, but I just didn't like the timing of the call. I think that if you're going to call a trick play, you have to be having full momentum of the game and you have to be in your offensive groove, like deep into your offensive groove, like in your play calling to where the trick play sounds so good because the defense is expecting you to keep passing the ball because you've been passing well or keep running. I didn't like how early that play was called. And because last year when we had a trick play to Melvin Gordon, that's when he got hurt during late in the season when we were about to make that playoff push. So I, I was a little anxious there, hoping no one was going to get hurt, but thankfully oh, no one yeah. did. You're right. Yeah, I seen Tyron Taylor line up, and everybody's like, Tyron, Tyron. I was like, what, Philip Rivers out? He's like, no, Tyron's lining up. He's number five. I was like, oh, yeah, he's lining up. The play, the offensive line didn't hold up. It looked like a screen to the left. Tyron was on, on the right. Right, and then he he just threw it away. He scrambled to the right, and that corner was on that ass, so he couldn't <laughs> even move. Um, I just got to update: Tyreek Hill was going to be out for a little while. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was a weird play. Uh, we it was very. I think it was in the first quarter, if not the first half. And I was yeah, like, it was definitely the weird. first half. I think I so just I, sat down I and got my weird. beer. Right when I sat down and got my beer, because I remember sitting down and someone said Tyrod got a little deja vu there. But um, overall. I I love Austin Eckler. We need some more um, cer- certain circumstances made it seem like we need more help on the linebackers and corners. But I think it was just reversing a great offensive line, and um, 
you know, a great wide receiver. But um, anything else you want to touch on? Uh, last few thoughts. Um, the Chargers, you know, obviously without Melvin Gordon, they were 4-0 last year, starting off 1-0 this year. This was a great test and gauge to see how we would do without him just because it was a close game. And that's the ones that really matter because if it's a blowout, who, of course you would blow out with Melvin Gordon. So they, they did it. They pulled it off. And I just can't help but wonder if the Chargers can establish an effective running game like how they did in overtime. It was a great drive to just steal it off and win. I, why, why didn't we see that a little bit earlier? I, I just felt like maybe these guys were, were able to regroup after the fourth quarter. Start of another quarter, is, it's, a, it's like halftime almost. So these guys, these guys have great coaching. Shout out to Anthony Lynn for producing a well-behaved, well-coached game. These guys, these guys are going to do damage this year, and I'm happy. I am, I am too. Well, there you have it. Um, go ahead and follow the Jack Boys, Jack underscore Boys. They have all the great appeal, um, apparel for all Jack Boy stuff. Pretty cool. You also do custom stuff too. So go ahead and follow him. Bolt School, Bolt Dogs, the Thunder Alley, Bolt, Die Hard Bolt Gang. If you're a Charger fan, you got to follow those accounts. And you'll probably see me on there because I'll be posting a lot of stuff coming this week. A lot of uh, fan interviews. They got a lot of good stuff there. So, but Lucas, where can they follow you on social media? On Twitter, you can find me at SugarFreeLucas and on Instagram at Lucas underscore Reyes. All right, there you have it. If you want to follow me, Sports Guy David, the easiest name to remember, Sports Guy David, both on Instagram and Twitter. You can see all my um, just hit a thousand followers. Thank you, everyone. And uh, you, can go, you can get all my fan interviews. Also cover all the other sports on the Fancy Sportscape. Go follow them, Fancy Sportscape, both on Instagram, Twitter, actually any social media. You can hear this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any any outlet that has podcasts in them. But there you have it, week one, overtime win, Charged Up, Charged Podcast. I'm out.